0: Welcome to Much More Muchier with Pup Duffy and Carol Lane, an odd imagination production.
1: This episode is brought to you by Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling. Start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. They have podcasts as well. You can find our podcasts there. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. You can get one month free of the premium subscription by using my code PUP2022. Thanks Newsly for sponsoring this episode. Today we speak with Jay Gioni and Eric Hover
0: of It Snows All the Time, releasing July 29th. Hey, Jay, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, buddy? There he is. So this is your first uh, full-length film, right, that you've directed?
2: Uh, second.
0: Second.
3: Uh, it's, it's basically, I mean, I look at it like, you know, the short films that I did, like four of them as my high school, and I made a feature also, uh, which I call, like, my college movie. Mm-hmm. Those were, you know, all the films that I, I think I would say I learned a lot, you know, and uh, get into that next level with the snows all the time. There was a lot of practice leading up to that. And, you know,
2: uh, here we are. Well, thanks for taking the time and with us today and really yeah. appreciate it. You know, all of... You know, all, all the communication surrounding the movie and, and about this disease is, is is important. So, you know, we just appreciate yeah. the, the, the conversation.
0: I watched the movie, loved it. It was so beautifully done. Um, so this piece is, a. Uh, it snows all the time. Um, it follows a family who learns, their patriarch, who has prided himself in his intellectual acumen and done everything right to keep his mind strong and sharp ends up having dementia and it highlights the struggle, not just for those who suffer from dementia or Alzheimer's, but also the struggle um, it is for the family to to cope with the knowledge that their lives have from that moment on with the diagnosis changed forever. Um, And so it's starring uh, Brett Cullen, who was in Joker, Dark Knight Rises, Leslie Ann Warren, Daredevil, uh, Sterling Knight, Sonny with a Chance, Starstruck, and Seventeen Again, and Taryn Manning, who is uh, Orange is the New Black, and she was phenomenal in that and in this movie. And I was really excited to see her, quite honestly, because I I don't think we see her enough. She's just a phenomenal talent, and I I I would like to see her
2: face posted everywhere. And she brings so um, much warmth and heart to the film too, you know, and such yeah. a big story element of what her character provides to the family, um, as far as education about the disease, and and mm-hmm. she just brought such a, a great perspective to that role, and we were really, really so grateful to have her in this movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, and then we also see a little bit of uh, Tatiana Ali from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That was okay. fun, and she was she was brilliant. I know it's like a smaller part. But she was a presence in that small moment, you know, and you could see how the compassion and the love and, like, you know, the way that she took care um, very much echoes the heart of a lot of our healthcare workers who, you know, sit there and deal with this on a daily basis. And um, so that was well done. Uh, it was written by you, Eric Watson and Jay, right? Yeah, I wrote the story. Jay and Eric
2: wrote the screenplay. We all collaborated okay. and just worked together to try to tell the most, I think, authentic story possible surrounding this disease. I think Jay and Eric really nailed it in the screenplay, uh, allowing me to share my story with them and 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 to provide them with real life stories that actually happened to my dad, real conversations between my dad and I, my dad and my mom, and all of us with my dad. and um, so yeah, and I, I'm also I appreciate you recognizing the supporting roles in this movie, like what Tatiana Ali did with bringing so much empathy to that role as a healthcare worker. Um, those healthcare workers were so instrumental in helping us and my family through my dad's illness, and so uh, a, a big shout out to those who who are there having to handle so much on the front lines as nurses and doctors and uh, and, and everything else. So I appreciate you saying that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Eric, let me reiterate on that, because that was great
3: what you said about Tatiana, and it's very important, you know, that people understand and know that she's in this movie, you know, because we found out recently, Eric and I, that, you know, um, Alzheimer's and dementia is more prevalent in the African-American community, um, specifically females, than any other community. So it's very important to message out for everybody, you know? Right. Tatiana is great in the movie and, you know, I've known her for a long time. She's an old friend of mine and her grandmother has Alzheimer's and she definitely relates to Eric and Brett. And um, she really is wonderful in the film. Thanks for saying that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's great. And that's like, I think that's been the one of the biggest fundamental things for me is you'll see movies like this, but they kind of only focus on just the main characters and they don't bring in the side characters to be, the powerful influential people that they end up being um, you know like my grandfather uh, passed away last year from from cancer and I was there with him through hospice helping to caretake but if I hadn't if I hadn't seen that and I hadn't lived it then I wouldn't understand the level of commitment that these people have so the fact that you guys decided you, you brought it on screen to show this was kind of monumental because I think it's like they just toss around the word caregiver or, you know, right. health worker without knowing, you know, the gravitational pull that they have in your world in helping to hold it together.
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up the, that about caregivers because what I think what, what I learned through research on Alzheimer's, having dealt with it with both of my grandmothers um, and then with my dad, there are 6 million Americans who are living with Alzheimer's right now. There's also 11 million caregivers who are caring for those people with Alzheimer's disease. So people like my mom and my mom took care of my dad in the home for 12 years. My mom, you know took her vows so seriously, and, and she's such a strong woman to be able to care for my dad 24/7. And it wasn't until the last year of his life where we were able to, we, where my mom finally you know brought in home health care. Companies like Right at Home, which has 600 locations across the US, allow people to stay in their home longer. So we were able to use the help of, of a company like Right at Home, where my dad could stay in, in the home longer, and also have some relief for my mom after caring for him right. on her own for 12 years, along with my little brother who helped as well.
0: Right, and that's one of those things that um, the, being being in the home, being in a familiar environment, being able to be around those who love them, um, you know, see things to bring recoll- you know recollection and, and memory. Those are pivotal. So, like being able to bring those people into your home, it it makes not only you guys' lives better as caretakers, but it also facilitates, you know, that um, wholeness that is there with the sufferer. You know, it kind of keeps them in that environment grounded um, and it helps through transitions and things like that. Um, So, that's, I like that. And I did notice in the movie, Leslie, you know, the pamphlet, and then she, no, no, no. Yep. And I think that was a very brilliant moment to focus on because it, it was gonna, wasn't the I, focus.
3: I got to give that huh? to him. The idea. Yeah. On oh. no, your nail on it. I love what you're talking about. You oh, thanks. That <laughs> no, is you're
0: fine. That
3: was great in the film. Thank you for saying that. Yeah.
0: It was, it was great. And it was like, you know, the giving of the pamphlet was not. The main feature, um, whenever his brother gives him the pamphlet, he's like, "Hey, right. you know." And then they're like, "Oh, it's mom's decision," which is great, you know. I like that that was there. But the more pivotal, like, role for me in seeing that the thing that moved me the most was taking that pamphlet and then handing it to mom, and then mom's response to that. Um, and then you kind of you kind of get the 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 heaviness and the yeah, determination yeah. and the dedication yeah. of that Definitely. yeah
3: Definitely. Definitely. okay i mean that was yeah. a good idea you know because when we were writing and you know working with eric holver and eric watson we were like i remember eric holver and i we did a little bit of changing on the script while we were there just uh you know sometimes things change or even the weather changes you have to make adjustments you know yeah and, Remember, Eric, when you brought that pamphlet and you had a connection to the Waterford communities, which by the way, they were great. They were supporting us. And um, that was a great idea to have that in there because, you know, it showed that the brothers all came together. And this movie's about, you know, tough situation and the family break. And that was part of the coming back together. So that was, that was brilliant.
0: Yeah. That was really, that was incredible. And it was really great to see the evolution of how each character handled. Uh, the situations that were present. Um, before I I forget here. So Jay over here. Uh, While well, this is his second full length movie, but he he was in some pretty great things too. Not gonna lie, I've seen them. They're amazing. Absolutely. So you've yeah. <laughs> like I mean yeah. I just I loved um, what was it? The Patriot, I think, right? Or a Patriot?
3: Patriot State. Yeah. Peter Berg's movie with Mark Wahlberg. Yes, a good film. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's a great film. Um, you were also in American Hustle, which was amazing. Um, Iceman and Gone Baby Gone, all like I know you're in a lot more, but I put like my top favorites <laughs> in that list that I just said. I've watched them all a million times over. Some
2: great, some great films. That's that's a heck of a resume and just a, just a piece. I know. Of yeah. yeah. You know what? Those, know. Are all God's blessing.
3: Those are all God's blessing, and they led me
2: right into doing
3: this movie. Because look. Eric and I share a camaraderie for loving act-, to act. We're actors, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. we don't, we didn't want to wait for Hollywood to give us a chance. So we were always the type of guys to grab the bull by the horns. You know, Eric and I did a short film once. I directed it. He played the lead. It, w- it was fun, you know? So we know we can work together, you know? Um yeah. You know- we both, we both know how important this movie is, you know, and to give back and to the community. And, you know, Eric's dad was a very special guy and he's continuing to do work and to help Alzheimer's out while he's in heaven. You know what I mean? That's yeah. another thing. This is God's work. The, the greatest thing about this is for me is that I met Eric in church, you know, and it's like, oh, wow. that, that's God put us together. There's no other explanation for it. We both went to church for the same reason. Not there looking to make movies. We're there to worship God and to praise our Lord Jesus Christ. And we meet, we talk movies, chum around, become good friends. Next thing you know, I hear about his dad. Oh, wow, I have a good friend that has Alzheimer's. He recently won you know, Sundance with a film. He's very successful. We all came together and we did something special. And you know, it's God's work. That's why it's so special. You know, It's right. a very important subject matter that um, we have to get out there. Because, you know, this isn't like, you know, a a drug epidemic. We're not bringing the drugs. We're bringing the drugs here. We're not bringing Alzheimer's here. This is a cunning and baffling disease. And we have to get to the bottom. You know, we have to figure out how, what, when, and why. And this movie is a vehicle for people to understand what guys like Eric Hover and the Hover family go through. Because, you know, I was talking to Eric one time and it's like... We decided like, hey, we're making this movie for your dad and it's great and everything. But we both also decided after meeting with Brett and his mom and, you know, Eric Watson and his grandpa and Tatiana and her grandmother, we're actually making this movie for everybody that has a family member of Alzheimer's or that has, you know, been involved with someone as a caregiver or a family member, a friend. It's really for everybody, you know, and that's from the whole. Yeah, that's- absolutely. Eric, yeah. you share your strengths, hopes, weaknesses, your story with the world. For me, it's an honor to be a part of the film because it's so important that somebody comes out and tells the story from being a son, from that perspective. And us to be able to see a man like, you know, Eric's dad going through this and having a great, brilliant actor like Brett Cullen play that role, I mean, Brett was amazing. I cry whenever I watch this movie. The performances in this movie, Eric, Brett, Leslie Ann, you know, Slane, Clinton Sparks, Trevor Pennick. There's just so many wonderful
2: people. Sterling that Sterling Knight, Taryn Manning, Aaron Cahill, John Beasley. I what mean, are- we just, we, we I just. I get were- excited.
0: It was an emotional piece for me because um, my grandfather, uh, he has rapid advancement dementia. Oh, so sorry. seeing it in real time was, it's, It's hard because I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, you know, this is how it's affecting me. But in that, by you sharing your story, your family sharing their story, and you you guys sharing your father's story, it was cathartic because it helped me feel seen. Um, It helped me feel understood. And it let me know that, like, I wasn't alone dealing with those same emotions those same feelings like you get attacked with selfishness you get attacked with like all of these horrible feelings that you feel like a a crap person for feeling because you know it's 10 times harder for this person and so you end up finding yourself in like this almost tragic uh circular cycle of you know, my needs aren't as important because this, or it's selfish of me or wrong of me to feel this way because of this. So the validation that I also got for the gamut of emotions, like, you know, with Leslie, you know, talking about the pain of of, of watching her husband before her eyes just disappearing, um, you know, and all of those things. And it it's kind of, it, it's a stark realization as to the trauma and the hurt and pain and the sorrow um, and the consistent grieving process, because that's like, that's the biggest thing is like, and it's that way with any terminal illness is you're watching the person that you love dearly in this world fade away, but it's a constant grieving process because they're there, but they're not there. Yeah. And, Eric, and I think that
3: makes it harder. Eric Hovey used to say, "It's and we use this in the movie, you lose that family member twice. The first time before yes. you... then you know, when it's time for them to go to their final resting place. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of little... Like, everything you're saying, you're spot on. You get it. Thank you for watching the movie, you know? Um, so it's definitely an important movie. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, there's so many things that ring true that... People are are, are resonating with people that are watching the movie. Like a gentleman was up uh, with Eric and I the other day, and he was telling us after we screened the film that he went through things with his mom and that there were a lot of things in in our movie that he actually went through. So him and Eric actually had a lot of things in common. And I'm finding out that just about everybody that's going through the same thing, you know, Eric Hover and the Hover family are going through has to deal with that and understands that.
0: How did you guys, so Eric Watson was your friend, and then you knew that he had that, because he was, he did, um, was writer-producer for Pi, right, and the producer for Ripple for a Dream, so is that how he became involved, Jay, was like you brought him into the project?
3: Yeah, well, you know, Eric Hover's a friend of mine, and Eric Watson's a friend of mine. Eric Mm Hover and I worked together, you know, made a short film talking about doing things together, as well as the same deal as with Eric Watson. Uh, Him and I were working other project and um to be, be honest with you this project actually took that project over i you know it's true i really just like dropped the other project i felt like this one was better and it was more interesting and it was more important and it was god's work and that's what i wanted to do at the time and so right. you know after talking to eric watson and Eric Hover thought, you know, hey, this is a great idea. Like, can you talk to Watson? And what do you think? You know, he knew, like, this guy has a lot of credibility and he could be very helpful because he has a lot of success. And, you know, I was successful as an actor and still working on my success as a filmmaker. Uh, You know, when he came in, he had a lot to offer. He won Sundance. I mean, he wrote a movie that, you know... Mm -hmm received well worldwide with his partner, Darren Aronofsky, and they moved on to making other films. So for Eric and I, who were more of the guys that were green at the time, novice to have a pro like that in there. I mean, that made a very big difference because when we got, him, it got other people to go, Oh, wow. You guys are making a real movie. Like we're not just having a dream. No, we have a, it was less of a dream and more of a goal because like Eric wanted to honor his dad and like, that's a great thing to do and especially when he's watching his dad suffer and go through all this so you know yeah no for me eric you're giving
2: you gave your family away to the world man Mm -hmm. well thank you thank you for saying that yeah you know it i there was a you know there was there were moments where um throughout the process of the movie you know we're making the movie and then while we're making the movie, my dad's my dad is also still going through his disease. So one thing I I really appreciate about what Jay and Eric did was while my dad's illness was evolving, then the script kept evolving. And we were we were making script changes up until shooting and then even during the shoot to reflect what was happening with with the disease with with, with with my dad. And I'll say this, you know, the screenplay and, and getting getting everything on the page was such a huge step. And I would say that the movie really came together when we found the right guy to play my dad and to find an actor like Brett Cullen, who looks like my dad, is the same big physical size as my dad. that, That meant so much to me and my mom and my family to have a man who not only looked like him, but also was so committed to 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 the role, spending time with my dad, getting to know his mannerisms and his walk and and spending just the time to get to know my dad because Brett was already dealing with the disease, having cared for his mom who had dementia for 14 years. And Brett's now caring for his brother who has dementia. So we're dealing with a disease that doesn't know any age. And I didn't realize that it happened to people younger until, until it happened to my dad in his 50s. So I'm really happy with the movie in that we were, I think, able to, to tell a true story, but also I hope what the movie does is it, it increases awareness for the disease, for Alzheimer's disease. And I will say this, and Jay knows, we've been so blessed by the Alzheimer's Association for their support of this movie. You know, they they watch the movie and and they are, are fully endorsing it for its accuracy of the portrayal of the disease, which means so much to me and Jay and the filmmakers yeah. of this movie. And having them supporting it, knowing that, you know, they understand what we're going through and are my education by talking to the Alzheimer's association, I think really helped inform the story and the script. And Jay and Eric were so open and receptive to the information I was giving them. And then to have Brett step into that role and bring those words off the page in such a nuanced, very real, heartfelt way meant the world to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like one of those things that I did notice because, you know, at the end of the movie, you've got some family video there and then you've got some pictures of of Brett and your dad side by side. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, doppelganger like that is he looks just like your dad. So whenever you were casting and you were you were kind of going through people, was that something that you were like consciously aware of that? I need to find somebody that is similar enough well in, as my dad
2: or? So I got to give credit to Jay on that Jay brought these our amazing casting directors on Susan Paley Abramson and Justine Hempy, and they provided us with, you know, they they have all kinds of ideas on who to play the role. And it was it was, I think it was just a goal to find somebody who understood the illness and understood the human being that was my dad. I think Brett looking just like my dad was 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 a bonus. But it was important to me to have someone who physically, I hope at least resembled my dad. And I think having that physicality, because if we think about it, you could look at somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia and they could look physically just fine, but you wouldn't know what's going on in their mind. And I think that right. was something that I'm very grateful for and was important to me in finding the right the right actor to play my dad and we found him. We got so lucky and blessed with Brett. Yeah,
0: he was, yeah, he like- was incredible.
2: Yeah, you know, we had like other casting director
3: options and things like that. I knew, though, that, you know, these casting directors were working, doing entourage at the time. So they were kind of working with higher high level actors, like straight A-listers, like five of them a week for like three or four years. So I had a film. They might have had a you know, a good reach. So I just had a quick phone call with them one day, I remember, and Justine was like, uh, hey, you know Brett Cullen? Yeah, I know him. He's a great guy. You know, his mom has Alzheimer's. I was like, oh my God. I told Eric and Eric was just like, oh my gosh, he looks like my dad. And like, yeah, the process of that and the way that kind of unfolded, it was great. We went, we did a Kickstarter and we started getting things rocking and rolling. And, you know, me and the Erics got together, discussing the script, figuring out where we're going to lock it, how we're going to lock it. And just the whole process of it was it was fun, you know? I mean, it was a fun process. Making a movie definitely is fun. And, you know, when you're dealing with a tragedy like this and, and making a movie that is this hard,
2: it makes it more special too because we know we're doing God's work. This disease has such a reach and most people in some way, shape or form have now experienced this disease, whether directly or, or through somebody that they know. And, mm-hmm. and, and watching a friend or a family member go through, you know, the experience of losing somebody to Alzheimer's disease. And any every time I hear a story, you know, from you with with your with your recent family member, and, and, you know, this disease is just it's, it's really reaching way too far and way too fast. And, and right. one thing I appreciate is that, whether it's a movie like this or the Alzheimer's association or companies like right at home, or just the caregivers around this world that are finding a way to raise awareness and education. And hopefully a movie like this, you know, can give people like an uplifting hopeful message that even a real, in a really difficult situation, a family can come together.
0: Right. And that's like the biggest dynamic that we see. I'm going to have to say Sterling, was like my favorite character. He just, the way that he sat there and and I guess I probably relate to him a lot in that, um, you know, he sits there, he steps back from his real life. He doesn't say why, he doesn't communicate that. He just knows that this needs, it's like unspoken, empathetic, you know, like just, you know, intuition-based I need to go because this is what's happening here and um so i felt like i could identify with him on a lot of levels because i ended up dropping out of college to caretake and, and do things like that too um and it's a sacrifice that you don't quite understand the grasp of because it's not verbalized by the person who is making those huge sacrifices sometimes okay <laughs> you
3: show three parallels. When you're writing a movie, there are layers, you know. Yeah. So his his character a transition in the movie is very transitional. He goes from using drugs mm-hmm. and and not participating and doing anything around, like cleaning the yard or anything around the house, kind of being a deadbeat, right? Yeah. And, uh, so there's a character arc there. That was something that I was very I was very into that. I I knew that that would take up some space in the movie. I knew this character would be likable, but I also wanted to show the growth and the transition from boy to man. Mm -hmm. He's a boy Um, Jesse gets there. He did it. Yeah, when Jesse decides to stay there, he's a man at the end of the movie. Mm That was my, and I wanted to do that because I'm a little brother, you know, and and I understand that. And like, I look at like Eric's brothers and everything and I was like, you know, it's the same thing, man. We're as Men, we were once boys. Same yeah. thing for
2: everyone. same I mean, for that. you know. Sterling we drove Sterling was I, I agree. Sterling uh, was first of all amazing in the movie, yeah. is amazing in the movie. And you know, my brother Andrew in real life moved back in to help my mom care for my dad. And the way that Sterling was able to capture that that on screen really means the world to me and my family. Yeah. yeah. You know, and- too like
3: there's a good energy between uh you and sterling is a really good energy and like mm-hmm. i'm kind of like that big brother that's almost
2: like well you've got your I, own I, issue you've got your own issues you're yeah. trying to have a baby and yeah yeah
3: <laughs> but yeah. i've been doing my whole life with you two guys you know what i mean it's like you know you're, you're kind of what's great about it is like we don't get to see eric's character Uh, When he's like his younger brother, he's already matured and in his transition Mm -hmm. and he's mature and aware of what's going on with the family. And he's more of the detective. He's the investigator, I call him, because Mm -hmm. I story through somebody's eyes. Right. So it's got to be because he's the one that's very emotional and connected to every other character. Therefore, you know, there's multi-layers. It's like an onion when you're writing a movie. I mean, a lot of the nuances that Eric and Leslie and Brett and everybody brought, they brought a lot of their own personality to the movie, which lends to the character and it's fantastic. But they all also understand the script and the characters that we all created because it's based on a true story, you know? Uh, Sterling Knight is in the movie he's really good him and Eric I always thought had this synergy like they mm-hmm. really like brothers Eric's like dude right what do you you know what I mean and, and the kid turns to Eric he's like what do you mean I was just, it's just they're they're really <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that was like that that I did pick up on that and that was really it was amazing chemistry between you two uh, I mean it was very I I am the oldest of five siblings so and and then I also have four boys and one girl so I get to see all of those dynamics like working and it's like it it is on point like the table dinners and things like that how that all kind of went down and I'm sitting here like yeah Yeah. I know that happened in my house a few times (laughs) like you know and I'm sitting here like watching the the way that they behaved together and played off of each other it was yeah I I would have thought that you guys were real life brothers just because of like the crap you guys gave each other.
2: <laughs> well,
0: yeah, they- you know, oh. I made
2: a lifelong friend in Sterling too. We're very close to this day. He's, he's a wonderful guy and I can't, I can't wait for everybody to see his performance. I can't wait for everybody to see this whole cast performance. Um, you know, we, we, again, I just, I'm so glad and, and grateful that our movie is going to be out there for everybody to see finally. And, and just really right. appreciate all those words, yeah. Oh,
0: so, okay, I've got a question. I know that this is just kind of lifting off the ground and things like that. So do you guys have anything else that's, what are you guys doing next? You got anything coming up that we need to keep our eyes open for?
3: Eric and I are going to do an event up in San Jose where we're going to invite the Alzheimer's Association and shout out to a company called Be Rare. Uh, They're really into the movie. They love us. They're supporting the movie. They're helping us get the word out. And they've been a, a, a very close sponsor to Eric and I. And they're gonna do something for us up in San Jose, where we're gonna showcase the movie for some professional athletes and some people from the Alzheimer's community. And then Eric and I are talking about taking the movie back East and showcasing it and showing it in places like Boston and hopefully New York as well. So, I mean, we're just putting together right now, trying to get the movie and the word out there as much as possible.
0: You're a Southie, right?
3: Yeah, I'm from South Boston, AKA Southie. Yeah, I grew up there. Yeah, great city, great town beautiful people i miss home but la is home now and this is where i work so i have to be here everywhere <laughs> it's a beautiful city i tell you omaha nebraska is gorgeous yeah we were
2: lucky to shoot this in my hometown you know wow. it,
3: it, oh that's
0: awesome
3: cornfield
2: yeah. gorgeous yeah
0: yeah that's yeah. beautiful i've never been nebraska i haven't been mid northwest at all uh, Midwest or anything, so I'm going to have to go there now because I was looking at the scenery and like the rivers and just how clean and just,
3: yeah. I
0: guess where Eric, just beautiful. You see where Eric was fishing in
3: the Bluffs? I'm sorry, they yeah. called the Bluffs. Uh, Snowys is where they went camping. So there's this place called the Bluffs, if Eric wants to tell you a little history on it. It was oh. beautiful. On this location with the location manager, uh, we have that fishing scene. We went there. I mean, that was a beautiful you know, location, that was, that was, we
2: were were very fortunate to, to be able to use the entire landscape, not only of Omaha and the city, but also the surrounding areas, um, you know, where there's, there's, you know, you can one minute you're in the city and the next you're out in, in a beautiful, you know, wooded area and, and you're fishing, you know, a stream or a river. So it really, I think, you know, added, you know, ended up being a character in the film is, is this place that I grew up in and just looking back being able to shoot here in my hometown and you know the truck in the movie is the real life truck that my dad bought and it's still running to this day which is pretty amazing yeah
0: <laughs> that was such a great moment you know um that truck and i i did realize it, like it was a specific type of truck specific model you know it was a specific ford truck and it was just it was kind of a centerpiece of um, like mm. time. like it was bought whenever, you know he said, "I love you for the first time. Yeah. And it's been it's been there and consistent and steady throughout the whole entire, you know, having uh, a newly married, you know newly married wife, having kids, picking them up from school in it. you know, that truck has been, it kind of, to me signified time and memories. Um, and I, I love, love that. that. Part.
2: I love that. There's a conversation with Jane, my character you know, in, in the movie where, uh, he, we talk about, uh, you know, I said, remember when dad used to pick us up from school and he says, yeah, we used mm-hmm. to fight over the window seat. Yeah, I can remember <laughs> being a kid and fighting over the window seat with my big brother. And, and I just, I, I love that we're able to share and and weave in real life conversations and experiences because that's what families go through. That's what brothers go through. That's what fathers and sons and and, 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 uh, wives and husbands go through and, 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 you know, and and so there's just, there's also, you know, and without giving, you know, the movie away, there's also a, you know, a portrayal of, of new life that comes in and without giving too much away, there is that, there is that pretty, pretty special moment where new life, you know, comes into the movie and, um, Mm -hmm. something that is, is definitely there's, there's symbolism there. If we really think about right. it,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, and and like I like that there's that foreshadowing too of mentioning, you know, boy, it would be it would be so great if he, you know, could, you know, experience this, you know, yeah. and then and then he was able to. Like I cried. I was like, oh, he got to do it. You know, yeah. like I, thank I'm you so, for not giving
2: a- it away, <laughs> and I'm glad it touched you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is just the most beautifully done piece that I've, I've seen um, on this level before, because most Aww, of the things that I see where they're, you know, kind of touching on things, you know, like, I mean, like Family Stone movie, it kind of touches on things and that family dynamic, but it kind of misses out on the medical side. It misses out on, you know, the numbers game. It misses out on so many other different nuances that I think this one wraps up in a nice little pretty bow to kind of be a full picture, which is fantastic. So well done, you guys. I, I appreciate you. you guys for, I appreciate you for bringing your story out. And I appreciate you, Jay, for taking it and being like, we're running with this. We're going, baby. I don't care what you have to say. We're doing it, you know, and just kind of having that gung-ho this, attitude.
3: <laughs> this is one film. It was more important than any other film I wanted to make. And that's for sure. So yeah. yeah.
2: Thank, Thank you so you much for and thank you for having us and taking the time to watch the movie and thank you for sharing how it made you feel because that i know that makes us feel good to know that the movie can affect people and hopefully you know like you said give some catharsis and and be able and to be relatable so thank you very much for for, for all of it yeah you're
0: welcome so where can people get in contact with you guys
2: Right. We're, both, you know, we're both on Instagram and, and, and people can contact us there. And, and the movie comes out on, on Friday, July 29th across all VOD platforms, over 30 different platforms. So anywhere people can watch movies, they can see this movie.
1: And they're gonna wanna see it. They gonna wanna see it. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to come and spend it with us. Here at Imagination Media, we truly appreciate you guys sharing this experience with us. For more information about us, you can go to automagination.org. In retrospect, I realize it's a really long website domain name. A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. It's a combination of autism and imagination, something that's close to all of our hearts here. Thank you again to Newsly for sponsoring this show. Head over to www.newsly.me. Pick up that one month free premium subscription using our code PUP2022. Until next time, take care of your fellow humans. We're really all we have. Be nice to Mother Earth. And if you're ever in a spot where you need help, don't be afraid to reach out and ask for it.